right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is the playoffs edition. Yes, my name is Keith here once again with my buddies Chuck and John on the soundboard. Oh, hey now, hey now, hey guys, it's happening. We made it. Good. It's all happening. Netflix season. Oh man. Free time and night season. What are you guys gonna make? No more Frank Vogel games season. Ooh, R.I.P. Vogue. He just couldn't. He couldn't live up to the standard that Jacques Vaughn had set. Uh huh. That's true. It's hard to it's hard to follow in James Borrego's interim's shadow. They're, yeah. ch- they're chasing Brian Hill. <sighs> mm, Brian Hill. What a guy. What good a haircut. Hair. Great, great hair. Great I'm glad to see his haircut has made it back in the That's NBA. That's a good with, quaff. With Joe Prunty. Ooh. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a shade I, of a Brian Hill. Shade of a Middle Tennessee Baptist preacher. <laughs> mm. uh, shout out Prunty. He's in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Well, we made it. We're I here. Am, but also, I'm not joking. This is my favorite time of the year right now because I get a break. Mm-hmm. Like all One these, day break? Well, there's a couple of days off, and then you get, like, there's the brief attack of the first round. Right, right. I heard Zach Lowe and Kevin Arnovitz talking about, like, oh, it's just overwhelming the amount of content coming in. I'm like, really? More than, like, 13 games a night? Right. Just four games a day. It's easy. Shaved down. It's I whittled. guess it's harder to fake it now. Like well, you, we'll you we'll can't see, do this. John. You can't. Well, good grief! Watch me. You can't do like a cursorily Twitter check on each game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You really need to hunker down and watch these games. I which in which in our case we can get away with. But again, four on a games in a day. It's now like they're all spread out. Yeah. I can DVR. I can come in, get it all in forty minutes. Right. Do something else. Mm-hmm. I love it. I don't know how you're going to go from your Ozymandias despair wall of television to just yeah. a game on television. That's true. I'm going to start hanging out with my wife. Uh-oh. Is that a threat or a promise? Uh, Both. That's, uh, that's hard to say. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's a threatening <laughs> promise. <laughs> Breakfast it's a gentlemen. vow, you might say. A, yeah, it is. Forever. A, it's also a legal document. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, you guys are an LLC, basically. Agreement. All right. I uh, almost got married like randomly last week for insurance purposes. Hot. We almost did it. That's a uh, true ta- love. Tax season, baby. Shout yeah. out capitalism. <laughs> Ended up getting Cobra. Didn't have to get married. Thanks, guys. Congrats to me. Ooh. But this close. This close. Well, I would have done it. Almost congrats. Breakfast, guys? Did we have it? Man, I didn't. I apologize. You know what I had, though? What'd you have, Chuck? Stop smoking cigarettes. You can't tell because my allergies wow. and my throat wow. sound a little raspy. But Congrats. Uh, I've been smoking the vape, getting my nicotine from the vapor. Oh, yeah? And uh, guess what vape juice I got, the flavor. Blue Hawaii. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. All-time great, uh, all-time break cereal. It's my... Jingle. The jingle's incredible. Quality jingle. Solid jingle. Um, Yeah, I messed with some cinnamon. So I I feel like I'm just eating cereal all day. You had Cinnamon Toast Crunch vape. Vape. My, My beard smells of it. That's like a very hood rat thing. Oh, man, I'm super hood rich. Yeah, that's like very like, I like mm-hmm. this. I got everything in my mama name. Yeah. Cause I'm this like, this reminds me of driving to bad neighborhoods to buy things. Mm. That's no, a man. smell. No, it's beautiful. It, it, tastes, it tastes sweet, so it's like constantly having like a, like a Werther's original in your mouth, but just tastes like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I had a weed dealer named Putty. Ooh. And he always, always, always was eating cereal no matter what time mm. of the day. And I'm getting very nostalgic for Putty. My fa- my favorite drug dealer's name was Donut. That's a good drug. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what state he lived in. 
I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Florida. You're discreet. I'm gonna go with Miami, Florida. Okay, yeah. For five hundred, you got it. Donut. Donut is a good name. I, in college, I tried to get my friends to stop calling me by one nickname and call me by the nickname Big Gulp. Oh, no. So I you, think that you were Kevin been. Durant in this situation. Yeah, I was. They probably had an awesome nickname for you. They this did. Is, you were like, no, 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 no. But Big Gulp's pretty good, right? That's His right. nickname was DJ Mrs. Doubtfire. DJ Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh. Hello. Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored vape. Yeah. Reminds me, I don't, and I don't know if it makes sense to you, it reminds me of Skittles... Flavored drinks okay. at, at Taco Bell. I see what you're doing. Well, I don't. I don't go to Taco Bell, but there is a Taco Bell drive-through sign I can see as I drive past it, going to the interstate from my house, mm-hmm. and it's like Skittles flavored Sonic Freeze, or I don't know what it's called. What, what Chuck? I, I mean, I don't. I, I don't. I really don't drink the drinks at fast food well, so places. I love, as everyone knows, love candy, love Skittles. The idea of a Skittles drink, no, that is no. gross. Makes I don't sound want any gross. part of that. I don't know. Like I've had the uh, Route Forty Four uh, slushies at Sonic with Those the great. Like, nerd flavor. Yeah, that's oh, no, that sounds awful. With some me. nerds inside it. Does it have nerds in it? Yeah. Nerds on a rope is probably the best candy there is. Ooh. If you had nerds on a rope, Keith, uh, it's a top five you know, candy. I don't know if I have. You need to it's try good. it. It sounds heinous, but whatever that rope nerds is, nerds on a rope sounds highly offensive. It's, yeah. You know, that's the the last. Uh, YouTube ain't got a hold of that yet. No. <laughs> that hasn't that hasn't been euphemized. Yeah. That hasn't been deadened by euphemasia. Oh, mm. man. Uh, my breakfast was uh, just some strawberries with some plain yogurt. It was, it was delicious. Ooh. You know, it was creamy. Leftover. Get, get that weak crap out of here. Get, I get went to Cracker Barrel. My dog. He oh, hit me up. John, sharing on the Patreon-only mm. Slack chat, a very impressive breakfast spread. It was a quote-unquote bowl that arrived on three plates. That's amazing. I don't mind that. It doesn't bother me. It didn't bother me once it arrived. Did I was kind of glad everything wasn't mixed together. Did you construct it afterwards for like? No, I kept it. I kept it on the plate. You just moved it, and it was my own fault. I get a little like I have my my stuff I want because I don't I don't want that apples. Get those apples out of here. That out Double of here. hash brown casserole. Double. And as soon as H-B-C. I started messing with how the bowl is constructed, I could see in her eyes that you know this wasn't going to be a bowl anymore. No, and it just turned into a four course meal. Sounds dope. And now my uh, carotid heart artery is pulsating and struggling to get blood to my brain. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine your blood pressure is you know, skyrocketed. Your blood sugar <laughs> is probably like acidic. It was a four Diet Coke meal. Mm. I was trying to trick my body. I love Diet Coke. Keith hates it. I do hate the Diet Coke. Apple drinks. butter. I just need caffeine. You guys apple butter people? Uh, Yeah, on those biscuits. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like them on those biscuits. You know it's good because you have to request it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit off menu. Mm. Be like, hey, what's up, Shorty? You you got those three stars on that apron? I'm an apple butter hot sauce cracker barrel man. Yeah. Oh, dude, table next to us. At least a five minute prayer break before uh, eating. Solid. That is intense. Well, you can buy a, a you can buy like a tin can that has Jesus's face in the front of that place. So that is yeah. a cracker barrel stable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those were our <laughs> breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often the first time we talk about the NBA. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Yeah, guys. I'm uh, sorry for watching a lot of highlights this year. I'm going to watch the playoffs. <laughs> it's been a busy year. I'm not going to hold you to that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm definitely watching. This year I've got it all set up. I got a Wi Fi extender that I can. Would you be watching if the Heat had not made the playoffs? Uh, 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 I watched last year. All right. Yeah. The Heat, though. 
I'm very excited. The you excited? Got, they're running into a buzzsaw. The Heat got unlucky. I, they, they're running into a buzzsaw, but Miami's We all wanted Cleveland. Miami, heat. I know. Oh, it still can happen. I wanted Heat Celtics pretty bad. Yeah. That, I, think with, with, I think that'd be an awesome series. With Kyrie out, yeah. it would have been a good series. It might have been. But it's some seventy-eight, seventy-six. Oh, real every ugly, game, late nineties. Although the, the Heat have played the Sixers well. Yeah, they uh, last uh, the last game Miami went into Philly and cracked their their neck. So I was going to say, let's table that for the Ooh, uh, later uh, playoff preview. I'll stay with the Sixers because I'll apologize to the Sixers fans. Uh, I thought they'd be pretty helpless without uh, Joel Embiid. I think but, uh, Ben Simmons has gone Super Saiyan and. Uh, you know, shoot that notion very quickly. Markel Fultz was the youngest player ever to have a triple-double. I was impressed by Russell Westbrook getting that triple-double average again. But, I mean, if Markel Fultz can get a triple-double, I mean, it's pretty much meaningless and now. Markel Fultz is like 16, <laughs> right? right? Keith's not coming down off of Fultz's no. eye horse. No, he looks good. <laughs> I'm going to keep flaying Sixers fans, trying to, try, try, trying to get them riled up. My yeah. apology uh, comes from the conversation I had last week uh, with Max Rappaport about the Sixers. I am duly ashamed that I missed his very obvious joke uh, to start off the program because a couple reasons. Obviously, it's embarrassing when you miss an obvious joke. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then when someone comes on our show and they have like a joke prepared for the breakfast, I feel like that means that they they went a little extra. Yeah. They're like, you know, this is the breakfast show. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get a joke ready. Yeah. He you know mentioned going to an Einstein's bagel and he you know called it like a little a local artisan bagel Mm -hmm. shop. It was funny and stupid me. Yeah. Who again? I, You're I probably can... holding at least one baby. I was holding. There at was least. babies involved. There's papers involved. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the engineer, the sound guy was yelling at me. Uh-huh. That's also me. That's also you. Uh, no, so <laughs> I did miss it. But I will say there is no Einstein's bagel in Nashville. You're right. So the fact that I hadn't r- come across them in my regular life, right, often. But aren't you like a Franklin kid? Well, so I don't. There is one now in Franklin. There's multiple because I googled it. I don't remember that at all from my childhood. There have been Einsteins in the Nashville area. I, I believe mean, that. Good again. for you for not going. I mean, you're a biscuit boy. Yes. got to B- keep you got to stay strong to your major. roots. My sister used to work at Einstein's Bagels. She would bring home bags of bagels and mm. only the salt ones. Oh, God. And you learn to like salt if you What is a salt it. bagel? So these big kosher yeah. rock I think crystals. That's what the, I think that's what uh, they ate in the wilderness mm-hmm. when Moses then, was leading them. Do you for, jam those under your car tires years. to get stuck in the mud? Actually, like, manna. That's what uh, it is. <laughs> it's un, from, it's, it's yeah. un, unleavened. The, 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 the manna bagel. <laughs> anyway, uh, those are our breakfast and bed apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs best thing, we have some questions submitted by our Patreon Supporters, the croissant question all. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Uh, croissant. And boys, this is the nasty burnt to a crisp croissant questionnaire. Mm, that we're coming happen. with two spicy, hot, nasty ones. At Feeling Minnesota asks, forget MVP. Who is your least valuable player for 2017-2018 when you consider factors like contract, role, the amount the player is relied on by his team, the degree to which the player has fallen short of expectations, etc., etc.? You want me to start, boys? Yeah, go ahead, John. I have two. Okay. I couldn't decide on just one. Uh, one of them is a bit more topical because he just got caught uh, a fooling around, and that would be Tristan Thompson for the Cavs, who, mm-hmm. if you didn't know, is... Cheating on a Kardashian, which sounds 
pretty Star Trekky and terrifying. What? Uh, was that cheating? He was just making out with two girls at a club. And he was probably on Molly. What was it? Cigarette Sarai said, uh, said that's the only time it'll be double teamed. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my wife texted me today, this morning. Are people mad at, quote, Tristan Thompson, end quote, Ooh. question mark? Is that so? It's it's is she it's bled over into the mainstream. His reality. I, I think she doesn't know. I don't. I don't think she's aware of Tristan Thompson. Okay. So that's why she said me. That. Neither is most. I most honestly, people. again, this isn't the thing that interests me, and I never read these stories, so I don't. Right. I didn't actually know what was happening. I yeah. said it's something to do with the Kardashian. But I only I, know I because of sick burns and my love for Kardashian Taylors on the show Deep Space Nine. Mm. The other candidate I have is Cristiano Felicio, who was paid for some reason. And continues to play for some reason. Yeah. Well, they, they had they had to see what they had in him. Good lord! With the, the four was it four year thirty six million? I yes. can't remember what the exact contract details are. Uh, it was a grotesquerie, but those are two of the uh, to me. Those are real team sinkers as far as contracts and what role they achieve. And then Tristan throwing in that extra spicy TMZ action. Oh, love gets it! Gets him there. Those uh, the infrared videos, the night vision goggle <laughs> video of you making out with a chick while you're. Wife's pregnant. Predator vision. Predator no. vision make out videos. No, Maybe yeah. if you're lucky. Hydroponic studios. <laughs> uh, if I have to go with a player that is least valuable based on expectations in my head, uh, it's probably Isaiah Thomas. You know, I thought he'd Not be a bad choice. I thought he'd be the dude in Cleveland, and then uh, turned out he was the doo doo. Oh, it was because he was crappy. Uh, Chuck writes his own jokes. Gotta I, get your hip right. I put it all there, and uh, you know what was the the worst part about it was is that he didn't realize he sucked. He w- does not realize he sucks, and, and he hasn't really come to that realization all season. Um, he kind of was a little better in L.A., but not much, and the whole team got blown up there in Cleveland because of him. You know, so. If as if expectations, calling meetings, casting aspersions on Kevin Love, and this is you know the the dude fell from you know the heavens. He was like an MVP chatter kind yeah. of guy last year, and now he's uh, was he's he fifth a, in the MVP last year. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a, Damon Lillard this year. Yeah, he's like a pariah now, and I don't know what is what pariah, huh? Oh yeah, me and pariah go back like babies and pacify. Yes. Oh, and on cue, uh, Drews Vern. Yeah, Lady chimes in with the pacifier. She heard her. She, she heard her cue. Like babies. Uh, yeah, play. Isaiah Thomas is even coming back to the Lakers. Is I think you were saying. Yeah. The, Who knows what what they want to no do one with knows. him? I don't think. I mean, he's, he is pretty unvaluable for this season. Yeah, and going forward, I don't know. I think who he I'm was valuable of, as a sleeper agent for the Boston Celtics. That's correct. Or was he? Because he did result in the them totally destroying the roster and creating something anew. Yeah. My least valuable player is either, I was going to say maybe Kawhi Leonard, but I'm going to stay on brand. Mm. I got to keep pushing my favorite story of, of the year. Ben McLemore of the mm. Grizzlies final tally games that Ben McLemore played. Here we go. Seven and 49. Mm. That's a 10 win pace extrapolated over 82 games. That's a 10 and 72 pace when Ben McLemore plays. When Ben McLemore didn't play, the Grizzlies, brace yourselves, 15 and 11. This terrible Grizzlies team, 47 win pace in the 26 games that Ben McLemore did not play. He is my least valuable Keith, player of the entire NBA. This is, you're, you're pulling me into the realm of Ishvorp, which is our very special stat that is designed to... Actually, figure out what you're looking for here. The and he's not even the best Ishvorper on his own team. 
Well, mm. you can watch your games on the spreadsheet, John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use the eye test and go for this advanced stat called one loss record. Ooh. Well, since we're talking about Ishvorp ever so briefly, Matt Sullivan has provided the end of the season top 10. Bath and this, this is for, the again, the Ishvorp rankings, if you aren't familiar, this is a good way to track the best players in our negative international stack house of pancakes fantasy league. It's and Matt has thing. compiled... Which is arguably, uh, you know, it's not a completely accurate metric of who's the worst player in the NBA, but yeah. you don't want to be on the list normally. It's a, uh, it shows you guys who are perhaps overused yeah, or, or bringing little to the table statistically. Now, as you'll see some of the guys on this here, you'll see guys where you're like, that guy does stuff that didn't show up on the stat sheet, well, and that's to be forgiven. So, so Let's who, start out number 10. Yes. Almost played his way off this list, especially with that 32-point performance the other night. Dylan Brooks. Number nine, Mock Schnell, Tony Snell. Mm. Number eight, Frankie Smokes. Number seven, Enter the Dragon Bender. Number six, Jared Paylas Baylas. Number five, Wes oh, Matthews. Fudge. Rest in peace. Number four, Marcus the Worst Smart. Number three, Stanley <laughs> Steamer Johnson. Number two, J.R. Smith and Holding Strong at number one. Intangibles, fat, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, who's going to be called on a little bit more and now thanks yeah. to the, because of Luke Mbamute. Uh, with that, another bad dunk. That guy just shouldn't dunk. More like P.B. and J. Tucker. Oh, you got him. That guy shouldn't dunk. That's the second time he separated shoulder dunking. Just lay it in. The dunk looked good, though. Ah. Mm, dunk a donut. All right, what's our second uh, croissant questionnaire? Because we got a little distracted there. Guys, we missed the Masters this weekend. So Texie Mista asks, Patrick Reed is a thief, a cheater, and a fat baby-faced a-hole. A nouveau golf Ted Cruz, if you will. Who is the NBA's equivalent? Now that Paul Pierce is gone, who's the guy who alienates teammates, cheats, alienates opposition, Who's that guy for you? We're looking, staying really crusty and nasty this week. Looking at this question, who is Patrick Reed? He's a guy who just won the Masters, who was kicked off his golf team for cheating. Uh, he's like alienated his whole family, Aaron Rodgers style. Cheating, but it's even creepier. Cheating at golf? Cheating at golf. Okay. What, like scorecard? Like, yeah. Or like, Judge Schmales kicking the ball through the rough stuff. Ooh. PEDs? You know, these are things. No, no. They, like just the code of using the game. A go- using a golf cart? Yes. Yeah, PED and golf means you his have... story is pretty sad to read, especially with his family and stuff. Like, has no contact Ew. with him at all. No, um, oh, whatever. Seems creepy. Seems like he kind of got gold dug. <sighs> I got one person, although it's changed recently. But basically, we're looking for a new Paul Pierce. Well, sorry, Celtics fans. How about Hassan Whiteside? Hassan oh! Whiteside. Don't whisper it, Chuck. Say it loud. Sorry. Say it proud. I love him. No, he he's kind of like an Henri creature. He kind of is uh, uncomfortable when he's not the center of everything and he, while talented and can win you a series maybe if he was featured isn't getting the love from uh, his team that he should so it fits. That's not bad. I think I mean, he's good though. Hey I'm going to stick with if it ain't broke don't fix it D'Angelo Russell there are still murmurs of things coming out around him. I know he, he, got, he got a DMP coach benching uh, recently in a second half for the you know, no longer tanking. It's finally over. They finally have a draft pick next year. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. So, uh, you know, what with his, his ouster from Los Angeles and then his, uh, you know, it ha- hasn't been completely smooth selling in Brooklyn. I'll, I'll go with D'Angelo Russell. All that snitch stuff catching up to him. I'm going to go with Marcus Smart. I'm just oh, I'm just kidding. I know, I'm just kidding. His teammates seem to really love him, and I know that he's good. Uh, let's get uh, real. Uh, Joakim Noah and Derek Rose, it's not really close. Ooh. It's for different reasons, but uh, one of them is just kind of an albatross for 
monetary reasons. The other one's for moral reasons. Yeah, they seem like they uh, have very uh, large senses of self and are dragging their teams and organizations down around them. Hey. Yeah. That's what happens. That was a really straightforward answer. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. All right. Well, those were our uh, croissant questionnaire submitted by our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit your own croissant questionnaire, you have to become a Patreon supporter. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. There you can get the bonus content we post. New Blazer Boy video just dropped. Blazer Boy. We uh, also play games with our members. We will be having a playoff pick'em challenge that will be open to all Patreon supporters. If you want to get involved. Today's the day. Well, if you want to get involved, you have until Saturday uh, to fill out your bracket. We will be posting the details for that on Patreon.com and on Twitter. I'm calling this the... uh Fast Break Breakfast Stone Cold Locks Playoff Challenge mm-hmm. brought to you by what's the guy's name? Uh, Jonathan Brodhog. I don't know if I'm saying his name last name right. Patreon but, uh, supporter. One of our Patreon supporters. I've played in this playoff game within the last couple of years that he's created. It's Sweet. super fun. Uh, we will be having a prize pack for the winner. I believe we will also be doing an optional buy-in. So if you want to play for money, we'll have a buy-in. And obviously, if you buy in, you can win the money. If you don't want to buy in, you can still win the I prize will send package. You stuff, and so I you, have so, an incredible cavalcade of weird basketball so we'll be doing goodies. We'll be doing that. Also, if you join our Patreon, you can get involved with the Slack chat. You could have played fantasy basketball with us. Shout out Patrick Sullivan winning the International Stackhouse of Pancakes League over at Fantrax.com. No shout out to John and me for winning the regular fantasy leagues because we are the hosts. Sorry, Ooh. listeners. Maybe next year. Yeah. Just try harder. Keith and I are just staring Chuck down. Like, I, ready guys, for you to enter the circle of champions. I'm fine. We need that three-peat next year, Chuck. I'm fine. You get the iShop. We're gonna have we'll have at I least three leagues next thing. year. Chuck, you're gonna win a league next year. You're gonna get your own league next year, Chuck, and you're gonna win it. Don't talk to me like fantasy is important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Chuck so says wanna... this, but he still holds a football championship from like six years over my head. Yeah. Successfully. It was the greatest. It's pretty good. All right. So if you want to support us, do that at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. Get involved with all the fun we're having over there. Patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast. All right. Steak and eggs, best things. Before we get to our How Do You Like Your Eggs playoff preview, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the NBA? Oh, man. The West three and six matchup. Yeah. So we got Portland and New Orleans. And how do you abbreviate those team names? P-O-R-N-O. <laughs> so we've got a porno matchup. <laughs> Read that on the internet. Kind of made me chuckle. Uh, it is an American treasure that these two teams can play against each other and we get to watch it. Uh, it's going to be a sexy, sexy series. Myers Leonard on Etwan Moore. Mm, give me some AD. Did you mm. see? There's a picture of AD with like an afro. Somebody photoshopped an afro and a much thicker brow. Called it seventies, seventies brow. I'm down with it though. Yeah, it was kind of kind of provocative. AD could use a stylist. I, I think he's got it, man. Those waves. He's got like cool. Like he's got cool hair. He does. Yeah. See, I don't know. I never know what the cool hair is. Wavy. Like, sometimes I see the, what's cool hair, and then I remember that's the stuff that, like, Denzel gets in trouble for having at the beginning of Malcolm X. Yeah. I'm like, that's not cool hair. That's bad hair. Yeah. 
but I think it's back. No, no, Brow's got like little twists now. He used to have like a low. What about Dame Caesar. Lillard's crazy Dune slugs? Like um, those ear slugs from Star Trek Two that Dame Lillard has on his head. Are those cool? Uh, you know, kids love fresh stuff like that. Like fresh. Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah. Khan. <laughs> it's back-to-back Khan references where I screamed Khan <laughs> into the microphone. Absolutely. My uh, my best thing. I don't normally go for a human interest story. I feel like they're too. I don't know, too produced, too packaged for my taste. That's for fat, soft-centered people like me. But seeing Andre Brower find the time in his heavy <laughs> filming schedule of Brooklyn Nine-Nine to join the G League, play for 10 years. Forget Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He and, was on homicide and, every night of the week. finally get called up after a long and distinguished career mm-hmm. to score 19 points for the Lakers, having that gray hair out there. Wow, just warm my heart. That's like Andre a- Brower, here's looking at you. It's that scene in Flight where old gray Denzel lands the plane. That was his... Did he ever miss a shot? Yeah, he scored 19 points. Good stuff. I mean, and that's a smart move from the from the Lakers' perspective. A little little solid PR tie for a playoffless season. I really thought Fox would, would do more of a cross-promotional with right. their sitcom, but, yeah. I, you know, they, dro- they dropped the ball there. They, well, did have, they did have, like, Andy Samberg-looking Caruso playing point, too. There, well, yeah, there you go. It wasn't bad. They need to get Joe Latruglio out there. That's what I want to see. Mm. Joe Latruglio down there banging in the blocks. Ooh, give me Terry Crews just acting brolic. Oh, didn't even think about that. Power forward. Terry Crews is different to me now. Now that I found out that you can sexually harass Terry Crews, now oh. I'm freaked out. Oh, and then I saw him on uh, Dr. Phil or something talking about be- having a sex addition. Oh. He's addicted to pornography. Oh. So he's going to be watching the so Blazers and the Pelicans hey, you, this year. You circled back to the porno pretty fast there, <laughs> Chuck. Hey, it's always on my if mind. If you can sexually harass Brendan Fraser and Terry Crews, I want to know who's next. I am, man. I'm going after Arnold Schwarzenegger. Vin Diesel. What's your best thing, John? Oh, we got to taste that playing game. Mm. Woo, it was good. Oh. <laughs> it was good while being bad? Does that make sense? I don't think it was bad. How do you think it was bad? I thought it was all good. 100% good. <laughs> I feel like Mike Malone really let down Nuggets faithful. And I get it. Nikola Jokic was playing well. Nikola Jokic has gotten you there. But maybe run something more of an offense, you know, for the last... It would have been tough. After that third quarter, you can't get any better than that. Let I mean, somebody else touch it. The the Nuggets, it seems like the Nuggets' biggest problem the last couple of years has been, you know, crunch time scoring and know what you do. And that's a lot of NBA teams' problem. And it did seem tough that once, uh, it, once it was discovered that the refs weren't going to call anything on Taj Gibson for, like, just shoving Jokic yeah. out of the way. Right. You did need to get out of that post-up, right. the, the 22 feet away from the basket post-up. And even inbounding to Jokic, it's like he's not a one-on-one guy with the ball in his hands, especially the last play. It was like, give it to a guard, a creator. I was embarrassed that Will Barton didn't step up because he'd been so good the last few games. Well, it was strange when that. Will Barton finally did get the ball. He obviously wanted to step up, but there wasn't enough time left anymore. Yeah. Trill Bill. But I think the whole, the whole game was awesome. Like yeah. it was a great win for the Timberwolves. We got, I mean, we got overtime. Come on, like it was. Oh, yeah, it was a good one. It, it, it was super good. And even though the refs weren't calling anything, I kind of like that. I kind of thought they did a good job of managing what they were calling. Well, hopefully for the Timberwolves' case, that's how it'll be all playoffs because that's really the only chance they're going to have to beat teams would be for them to bog it down, slow it down, chop it up, let Taj Gibson and Cat push people around because really. That's the only way they're going to be able to have a chance. And on, we are, we're not getting there, but they're not going to have a chance. Hey, They're doomed. Wigan shooting long twos isn't the plan for the future? Isn't that <laughs> how you win playoff series? 
But I've as as exciting as the game was, like Tibbs and Malone are two of my least favorite coaches. So it was a little bittersweet. And I didn't get to watch it live. I watched the ending live last night, and then I watched the whole game uh, this morning. So watching. Knowing how the game was going to end, I kind of just focused on what a slog it was. Mm. Although, you know who surprised me a lot? Andrew Wiggins played really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so those were our best things. Uh, What's the opposite of that? The cream of wheat. Worst thing. Well, that's kind of easy, I think. Um, I want to talk about the worst team in the playoffs to me. Yes. Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. Okay. They They closed it out as trashily as they could. I have no confidence in them at all. Uh, what, did they lose by 40? Playing their starters? Mm. They, they made a big deal of, we've got all our guys back finally, and then went out and laid the biggest egg they possibly could. Rope-a-dope, baby. Oh, Is that funny. what you think's happening? They're playing know. mind games. They needed that game, and the Magic needed to lose that game. I think. Oh, speaking of the Magic. Oh, the, I mean, that's the, amazing. The Sixers, the Sixers beat them by 40. Yeah, right. It was the Sixers. There is something to do with their pick, though. Their pick might transfer now... They have to do a coin flip or something? I think that coin flip's on Friday. Yeah. They've got to fix some of these scenarios quickly. The worst team could also be Washington. Yeah, Washington they, also really uh, they just kind of st- pooping down the stretch. They didn't look good. They the are, they're the one who lost to Orlando hilariously. Yeah, that's right. With yeah. Orlando dealing a devastating blow to their lottery odds. They would have been four. Yeah, what was Orlando doing? They would have been in a four-way tie for third, and now they drop all the way down to six. Uh. Or a three-way tie for third, I think. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. We, we had a lot of funny. Last night, the last night of the NBA, with over-unders out there, lottery odds out there, like the Cavs helped themselves with the Brooklyn pick yeah. by losing to the Knicks. The Knicks obviously hurt themselves by I jumping believe. ahead of uh, Brooklyn in the standings. Funny I- stuff. But going back to the Bucks, what the larger point I want to make is we used to talk about their roster being pretty good. I think we were wrong. I think that roster might have been good at one point, but they've dealt with a lot of injury and age issues. And now I think it's really Giannis and Chum. It, age issues, John? Jason right. Kidd led me to believe they're a young team making Man. young mistakes. Delvadova and Terry. I mean, just Jason Jabari Terry. Parker after that injury doesn't seem like a guy who scares me. He plays like an old man now. Uh, Eric Bledsoe's getting older, and the explosiveness seems to be gone, and he's a ball hog again. Um, Chris Middleton is still good on offense, but if you watch him play defense now, that that part of his game is gone. I also think he thinks he's the best player on the Bucs. Right. Mm. Like, he don't, he seems deleterious to them now. Like, but, it, unless Giannis is playing the five, every lineup is terrible. Like, all of them. Even when he's playing other positions. Unless he's playing the five, it's a bad lineup. And I don't think they're going to play the five that much. Let's say he goes 40, 10, and 7. They'll every, win the, five oh, games they'll, against no, the Celtics. They'll, they'll beat the Celtics because he, he's an unstoppable force, and even those guys. But he, I mean, he's well, been don't. stopped a lot this year. He's probably a top six NBA player, but he's on a team that's so bad right now that I feel like they're easily the worst team in the right. playoffs. Good. Well, my worst thing is the continuing – Rookie of the year battle, Ugh. mainly now that we've gotten, I thought Donovan Mitchell was skating above it. I thought when Ben Simmons went on his thing and he like started talking about it, obviously pushed by his shoe company. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more to Donovan Mitchell, who I already have admitted I have a bias towards for seeing him play more. Mm-hmm. Then when Donovan Mitchell started wearing these Adidas sweatshirts with the rookie stuff, just like, like bro, subtweeting on a shirt. Well, it's like now you're now you're, you're arguing the only way you should vote for me is my opponent should be disqualified. Right. It's like that that hurts your case. 
Yeah. So, There's I mean, no such thing as bad press, my friend. No. That it might does be, not hurt his that case. Might be for, that might He's going to get votes because of it. That might be for selling shoes, but it's not, not for me, not for my heart. Oh. I just want to say... He's a purist. Ben Simmons is Rookie of the Year. Full but stop. Let, but let's all agree... He did not play at the end of last year so he could make millions in his shoe endorsement bonuses for winning rookie of the year mm-hmm. and being first team all rookie this year. Yeah. As long as we can all agree to that. There was some sleight of hand. Just saying. It's a good look. You want to come back and play five games or do you want to get $2 million and be the rookie of your next year? Is that yeah. what's real? Should they have done that with Fultz? I'm, I'm giving you a free... I, I, free, free entree to swipe at Fultz. I do not know if Fultz had the same uh, shooting. Because you just play one game and you've... You're, like Julius, Julius Randle played 12 minutes or whatever that one year. couldn't and be. And he got hurt. Right. So the next year he wasn't... I mean, it's obvious the rule is black and white. I have no issue with the rule. Good rule. I just do think Ben Simmons looked at the situation last year. Is like, why would I play the last two weeks of the season when I, I get a million-dollar bonus if I win Rookie of the Year? Oh, yeah. I, I will go for that. It's a good move. I don't have a word this week, but I got a second best. Oh, second helpings of steak and eggs. Man, Lil B, the base god, he's on Twitter. He's blessing teams, but it doesn't make sense because he's blessed the Pelicans and the Blazers at the same time. Maybe he just really likes porn. Oh, bring it back. How about a callback? Is he ba- is he he's back out doing doing a, a new round of blessings? Yeah, he gave uh, the new, new Orleans Pelicans have the quote, the base gods, hashtag NBA blessings. Breaking sports news. Stay tuned for more sports leaks, curses, and juicy info. XOXOXO, Lil B. And then, like, an hour and a half later, after the Trailblazers tweeted at him, that's cold, uh, Blazers, you are on the base God's blessing list. You have nothing to worry about. We want fair NBA ball. This is some bull, man. Well, it's all, everybody knows that, you know, God doesn't pick sides, you know? But and it's that's that's the base guy does though. The base guy definitely does. picks sides. <laughs> but he can't he do this. He can pick both sides because he's an omnipotent creature that lives in both not space and time. See, this John mm. goes to your all press is good press. This mm. is just a little, little B getting his name mm-hmm. out there. He's trying to free publicity from from NBA teams. Well, that takes us finally. We've been wanting to. We've been chomping at the bit for this. The how do you like your eggs playoff preview in lieu of a scattered smothered covered. So we're going to pick who we think, you know, a brief preview of these playoff series, and then we're going to give you kind of our, our confidence level, and we might express our confidence level in egg terms if it makes sense to us. Mm-hmm. Keith. Yes. Houston versus Minnesota. Who you got, and how do you like your eggs? Uh, okay, uh, aggressive yeah, waiter. Was, I did enjoy that. <laughs> um, you work at Apple. Why don't you come up to the counter? Why don't you turn it down to three? Yeah. I got a that little, lunch lady a, vibe. A little less flair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, Rockets versus Timberwolves. This is an awesome first-round series. Yes, the Timberwolves got into the playoffs by the skin of their teeth, but when Jimmy Butler plays, this team is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, we forget, you know, like, they were going to win 50 games with Jimmy Butler. This is a, not a great matchup this is a very bad matchup well it's, it's not a great matchup for them no um but you know the rockets also don't get as easy of a first round matchup as they might have gotten otherwise they are still reeling from losing luke Mute for at least the first series but uh I, you know i think the rockets take care of business but i definitely think the timberwolves can you take think, you a think game the rockets, or two off of them you think the rockets are sweating at all getting the timberwolves over the spurs no when you put it that way no i really don't Mm. Uh, I think the Rockets will win in five. I do, you know, I guess if we go farther past the first round, 
I don't trust this Rockets team, but I do think they'll be able to take care of business against the Timberwolves. So what you're saying is you like your eggs just a little runny. Uh, I will say, I will say, how firm is my confidence? Mm-hmm. Kind of like over medium. I yeah. think Rockets and five over medium. I could see the Timberwolves making some noise because they have talent. They have a handful of guys who can really do stuff in Carl Anthony Towns and, and, and Jimmy Butler. Uh, but I think this Rockets team, too much firepower early. Not going to be too troubled with the Timberwolves. No. I see five games. Easy peasy, Japanesey. And I feel it's, it's hard-boiled. Very con- very firm. That's a very I'm firm, firm in this. It's a very uh, firm egg. You're very confident. Yeah, the you know I think the the Rockets just look better. Uh, they're they're you know coming in a little hotter. It looks like that team's got a better chance of uh, exploiting match uh, matchup issues from D'Antoni's side. Than- I am lost in a sea of egg puns as I am both hard boiled and over easy because mm. I think I have a hard boiled opinion that this. Series will be over easily. Oh, I like that. Uh, You did it. I think the Rockets will sweep them. Oh, nice. The Rockets swept them this year. They did. Uh, uh, Jimmy Butler has a very hard time with James Harden. Um, uh, The Rockets, uh, Zach Lowe had them scoring uh, at a a pace of 130, which was their highest against anyone all year uh, against the Timberwolves. Uh, The Timberwolves are not a good defensive team. Uh, And then then furthermore, like... I want to make a big deal about Luke Richard and Bahamute being out. Um, but really, I mean, PJ Tucker and Ariza can fill the void. I just feel, I, I don't see how anything the Timberwolves do, especially since they, this is another thing. Jimmy Butler coming back may actually be bad for, I know it's not going to make them worse against this team, but it's going to be, it's going to be double-edged because they may go back to switching because they've been hedging since he went down and playing a little bit better, and hedging would work better against the Rockets than switching. I think they'll go back to switching and get annihilated. One thing in the Timberwolves' favor, this is like the most spread-out game for the first three games as far as the schedule, mm-hmm. which favors a hurt Jimmy hurt Butler team. coming yeah. back. And I, I do always look at the NBA like, are you, are you going to hook up one of this, like a hurt star? Yes. Once again, the NBA will. They play their first game. It's like the last game on Sunday. They don't play again until Wednesday. So a little bit longer for Jimmy Butler to get healthy and maybe make this a series. Who's next? Thunder and Jazz. Chuck, how you like your eggs? Uh, I like them. Uh, okay, so I like, I like my, my OKC here. Because mm-hmm. Westbrook's a monster. Okay, and, you know, the, the all that weight's going to be on Donovan Mitchell's shoulders, and that's a hard thing to do first year as a rookie, uh, even though he's been fantastic. So, and there's no way uh, Westbrook's going to turn off his his furnace until he's playing Kevin Durant in the playoffs. Hmm. It's not going to happen. He's going to have to go pretty far then. So he's going to have to beat Houston in the second round, which surprise, surprise, might happen. Houston, I don't think Houston's a lock to the finals. Well, they do have James Harden and Chris Paul. So you, you got you got Thunder over Jazz. Thunder, Thunder who, who snuck in, not snuck in, but no. they ended up getting home court advantage on the last night of the season. Yeah, which is really, could which be is huge. Real, could be huge. Uh, so you got Thunder. How many games over the Jazz? I think that goes deep, though. I think that goes six games. Six games. All yeah. right. John, Keith, what, what do you think? Oh, okay, I'll go. Oh, you want to? You scared? I'll steal you, your answer. No, I want to hear you. I'm Jazz Man. Jazz Man. You, you know how you know how I do with them Jizzlies, with them jazz. with them grass, the grass. Um, the grassy. I, I I like what that Chuck isn't counting the Thunder out because I think that's been overstated a little bit. Um, I feel like what the Thunder does will work better in the playoffs than it has over the course of a season. However, Russell Westbrook plays so much 
And I feel like, especially against a team that's going to grind you like the Jazz, him trying to do it for 40 minutes a game. Um, I'm a little bit scrambled with my eggs here because Ooh. I don't know how many games. So I guess I will take Utah in six. Uh, I just think Utah's coming in as the hottest team in the league. I hated the way they ended their season, but hey, it was bound to happen, and Portland's been playing good defense and keeping teams from shooting well against them. So unless the Thunder are able to do that, four out of seven games, I don't see them getting past the Jazz. I also have the Jazz in six games. I think flat out the Jazz are a better team. Right. I do better feel... Coach, better coach, uh, players. I was going to go uh, over easy. Not it's going to be over easy, right. but my, my confidence is, is shaky. It's mm-hmm. runny. Yeah. Not sure. But mm-hmm. just because of the star power, we keep thinking of this. This Thunder team has so much star power. Right. Uh, there is a playoff Paul George that yeah. happens, and, and he's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm proud of us for not writing off the Thunder collectively, even though... Keith and I are picking. I mean, I mean, I feel, I feel like still most people are going to pick the Jazz. I mean, pick the Thunder because of Westbrook and Paul George and even Carmelo Anthony, who can play. He's like, played like garbage. And Stephen Adams, you know, he's their third best player. Well, Stephen Adams against Gobert, like you know, Gobert's a big advantage in almost any other series. He's right. still an advantage, but Adams can almost handle him. Yeah, like that, that's a guy. They have a guy who can negate some of his stuff. And again, that scoring load falling to Donovan Mitchell to Ricky Rubio. Will we see that stuff in the playoffs? This team does not have the playoff reps of the Thunder players. So that, that makes me nervous about it, but I will pick I will pick Jazz in six as well. That brings us to the aforementioned greasy, sweaty, porno matchup. Chuck, how do you pick a side here, Base God? Uh, it's going to be hard, I, I, but in my head, I think Portland's just got the, uh, you know, the experience. Dame's a, a, an assassin. Uh, but I'm interested to see what kind of fury the brow is going to unleash against Portland. I'm not going hard. This is a 62-degree uh, egg, you know. Oh, like a little soft, sous vide? A little sous vide egg. It's got, you know, soft on the outside. It's got that, like, Velveeta cheese kind of texture of the yolk in the middle. So uh, I'm not 100%. I think this is kind of a coin, uh, could be a coin flip to me, but I'm going to go Blazers. It's hard to make You got decision. Evan Burner-Turner. Blazers, how many? Oh, oh Bla- Blazers in uh, six. I'm going to go Blazers in seven. I feel, like this, I feel like this series could go any which way. I was very prepared to pick the Blazers to lose to the Jazz or to the Thunder. When they ended up with the Pelicans, my, my they hot, got exactly who they needed to get. My, my hot take of the Blazers are going to lose in the first round because they're not playing super hot. The Mo Harkless absence has been hurting them. Uh, I'm just not trusted. Like, I feel like they kind of played above. They, they punched above their weight for a while this season. They had a really good regular season, but I didn't necessarily trust it as much, despite the fact Dame Lillard with an incredible season so all that being said, they ended up with the Pelicans, which I think is a, is a decent matchup for them. The Pelicans uh, have one, however, X factor in their corner, playoff Solomon Hill. Ooh. You might have forgotten there was a playoff Solomon Hill. Solomon but that's great. how that, that boy got paid. I'll take your playoff Solomon Hill and raise you a playoff Rajon Rondo. Ooh. Uh, that's also on my notes and a much awesome. more real thing and less facetious than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my almost hero from last year, and guess what, guys? He would have done it. I'm doubling down on it and taking the Pelicans in seven. Um, I love it. I, I just feel it. like the Pelicans have the kind of the guys they need to slow down this offensive team. They have yeah. the best player. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have the best player. In the, and, and you know, Drew Holiday's been great. Incredible Drew Holiday. Uh, I think playoff Rondo could be, th- could be a thing. I, 
if Marotic does what he can do. Oh, harrysrazors.com <laughs> slash fast break Nikola Mirotic clean shave has yeah. been on fire. Been I mean, great. I will. My favorite Twitter follow is at Blazerboy42069. It's and a great He's going to be mad. But hey, I'm just giving him something, someone to flame. Super listener, Blazerboy42069. But hey, when, but Rondo, did you see when he, he decided to personally D up Kevin Durant? And stripped him. He took it away. He just took it from him. Taj Gibson. And him. Drew Holiday's been taking it away from guys all year. And so, like, the defense on that team, yeah, if you're going to slow down CJ and Dame and Shabazz Napier, obviously, <laughs> uh, then you got to have you got to have that kind of... Uh, and this isn't me knocking the Blazers. Backcourt. It's just, this is the West. This is tough. Oh, it's nuts. And, you know, and I think this is... Uh, what's, what's sad for the Blazers, I think, is this is one of the better matchups, and I still don't see them as a team that advances. It's going to be real sexual. Just because it's so gnarly out there. It's going to be sexual. I, I mean, I think those last two series, that Thunder, Jazz, mm-hmm. Blazers, Pelicans, that's the most watched stuff for me. Uh, right. That's the most watched. Those, yeah, those, those are those so evenly matched, I think. I mean, I, I, in my head, I think the Jazz are a much better team, but that was regular season. I don't know. You know, I have doubts for the Jazz moving forward, but... Must watch TV. It's funny how in s- situations like this, it's going to be players like CJ McCollum who really will decide the series. Yeah. And if they don't get serious step-up games, this could be, you know, Zach Collins could have a Kelly Olynyk game and win this series for the Blazers. That's the type of, when teams are this this even, you know, it could be a really strange guy stepping up you, to win it all. You saying that wants, wants me to switch my pick. Okay. <laughs> to the Pel- I'm kidding. All right. Uh, let's finish it up in the West with the Dubs and the Spurs. I'll Keith, go for, I'm going to start with yeah, you. Yeah, I'll say I'll go first on this one. I think the Spurs are going to give uh, put up a little fight. And Kawhi I, going to play? Uh, no. Really? That would be incredible. If I think Kawhi is going to play. If they were hiding Kawhi. Mm. But I still think this is going to be like the, the, the Grizz special from last year where the Grizz stole two games from the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could remember a time that Kawhi Leonard and Mike Conley both played basketball. I think when was that? The Spurs win two games out of this, so I have Warriors in six. Yeah, I got Warriors in six two. I would love to see a uh, Undertaker esque uh, Kawhi just sit, sit up, up. <laughs> and bong. bong and like everybody just get like turned into ashen like Paul Bearer, and it's just a nightmare for Golden State, and they have to go to a seven game series. But short of that, I don't think you get even close to that. It's probably five, four or five. Uh, Golden State's going to look real good against San Antonio. Um, I'll take the Dubs in six. Um, we I all think, went dubs and six. That's crazy. Yeah, I said I think, four I or five. I think he said four. Oh, he five. changed. It? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just being, uh, you know, not specific. I, I am, <laughs> I am, I am of two minds about this, but both of them, while still picking the dubs, cast shadow upon the dubs. I'm freaked out by the curryless dubs. Sure. Like it doesn't really work for me against elite teams, and I'm wondering if the Spurs are rounding back into elite status just in time. Mm. I mean, the Spurs have been so bad on the road this year that, that like never terrible that never ended outside of like one one important win. I also like even the Spurs good players are kind now are kind of like these volume goofballs, which to me doesn't work against the Dubs. Like, is Lamarcus Aldridge going to beat you that way? You know what I mean? Like, they're not playing the style that I'm accustomed to with the Spurs with like the incredible, beautiful ball movement that ends with, you know, the wide-open layup. We're seeing a lot more shots that you don't really associate with the Spurs, and I just don't see that beating this Dubs thing. I mean, this is a, a disaster matchup for them. So I just – and it's the Dubs. I can't – I'm going to have to see it com- really completely fall apart, even though – I mean, they've had streaks this year where they have not looked, you know, anything like their old selves, but I'm going to have to see it again in the playoffs with everything on the line. Let's move to the East, and let's get back on those egg puns, boys. Oh, We're yeah. slipping. 
I oh, want to know. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to let you pick this one if you catch what I'm saying. I'm going to break a few eggs, and I'm going to let you take the first one here, Chuck. Are you ready? I'm not going to start at the top. I'm going to start where I know you're ready. 76ers, Miami Heat. Tell me what's going to happen. Buzzsaw, buzzsaw, buzzsaw. Uh, so my heart tells me that Miami, in its uh, wonderful uh, culture, pulls together Dwayne Wade probably for his last uh, meaningful playoff series, playoff run. And Wade scores like 19 or 20 points a game. And he turns to be the like clutch shooter at the end, and, and nobody can stop him. They got nothing for him. And uh, the Heat win in seven. But I look at uh, Philly's roster, and you have two of the probably most promising young players in the league, and they've both been playing incredible all season. And in Embiid and Simmons, and I don't know if Miami can stop him. Although Miami does have four centers, and you can just throw it in Embiid's face, literally at his face, <laughs> and try to get him out of game. So if it can be done, I believe in Spolster's ability to manipulate that roster. But the talent, I just don't. I think Miami's just old and might not be able to to go as deep as they usually go in the regular season. So on the bench, off the you've bench. got what's your what's your egg? so I'm what's going egg level. So my egg level is it's just a broken egg. Sounds pretty scrambled. It's sunny side up. No, this is like like super sunny side up. You throw it on the pan for you know 45 seconds and pull it off. You got a, a you know not even a warm yolk. It's still so sunny cold. side up. Is heat taking heat? Uh sunny side up heat. Yeah, because it's seven. My, might as well heat and seven. Sunny side up. If I have to pick one, but I'm you know I could go either way. And I love talking on both sides of my neck. So I'm looking at the. So I went back through their old games, and I caught a lot of the Heat Sixers games because they're two of my favorite teams. Uh, they both won both their games on the home court. Mm-hmm. Um. Neither game was – no game was decided by double digits. Two of the games were decided by one or two points. It was really close. Um, I want to say I think one team scored 409 points. The other team scored 407 points. Right. This is a really close matchup. It right. should be. However, there are some variables that are screwing with me, and one of them is the ascension of Ben Simmons to, like, this otherworldly confidence. Right. And I really don't uh, – you know, as good as Josh Richardson, James Johnson, guys like that are on defense – I don't see how you stop a guy like that. But last caveat, Embiid's face is broken. Yeah. Yeah. This caveat is so overwhelming to me that it's made this by far the most scrambled with cheese, scattered, smothered, covered nightmare series to pick. Cause I really think the heat match up well with the Sixers. And here's the thing with Miami. They've, they've got a formula to stop LeBron. Um, it's not stop him. But to make him have to make a an incredible play every time down the court, they do a double team, wall him off, and then you know kind of cover the corners close. Right. You do the same thing with Ben Simmons, and just, Ben Simmons loves that stuff. I think though. they need to commit. Just Josh Richardson, go get him. Just go yeah. get him. Like get Josh Richardson has to do it. Like I think I was re- I was reading earlier that they've been doing a lot with James Johnson, and it's not working. Yeah, like Man, Josh Richardson. They've go been get doing him. James Johnson on guys like Harden and stuff too, and it doesn't work. They need to stop trying that. Yeah, um, he's better as. A but I'm going to four. take, uh, and this is as as. Soft penis, soft boiled. This is a barely cooked egg at all. I'm going to take Blanched. the Sixers in seven. Mm. And I don't feel good about it. I, I, I feel like the Sixers should be miserable with this matchup. Would have loved literally any other team besides Cleveland. I mean, the Sixers are so locked in right now. Obviously, they've won 16 in a row. Buzz killing fun. people. I think, though, it's going to be tough. I think game one's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to switch. They haven't played 
Right. Anyone. I mean, right. like their, their yeah, be- the schedule's been so easy. Their best win in this playoff streak while Ben Simmons like was going nuts was uh, they beat the Cavs, but it was the Cavs on the second night of a back to back. So like I'm I'm worried about them in that situation. The Heat like they struggle so much to score. Mm-hmm. Like their offense is so bad. No, no, and, and they, Wayne they, Ellington. They depend on they depend on no, the random no. Wayne Ellington games. Yeah, it's, there's no consistency there, and, and they don't know like they don't know what they're going to get. I guess on the offense. So I was pretty hyped to pick the Miami Heat to upset the Celtics, but, right? But that opportunity was was not was not given to me. This this Sixers squad, like the question for me, it, it's Embiid. Like Embiid's talking about like he might not play, you know, in the yeah. game one or two, and if he doesn't play, that's that's like almost the series. I don't yeah. think. And if Miami steals a game, then you've got a whole the whole mess. And ahead. you have the coaching mismatch is real. Yeah, like Brett Brown should be considered for coach of the year this season. But uh, this is his first run at the playoffs. Eric right. Spolster is very very smart. Giving Eric Spolster an entire series, if he only has to mainly worry about Ben Simmons, right? I trust Spolstra and the Miami defense to be able to figure that out. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is the hardest series I, for me to pick I, out of the whole thing. I, I think a lot of the East is actually kind of up in the air. Like I have so little confidence about about this whole conference. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go with the Sixers in seven as well, but no confidence whatsoever. I feel like this series could be anything. I feel like maybe the Sixers could sweep, like like kick yeah. it into gear, and the Heat can't score, and the Heat really aren't that good, or just cold. Like like the Heat have all these highly switchable. Interesting players that I that I love, but also let's be honest, they're not that good. Right in in a righteous world where the best sixteen teams make the playoffs regardless of conference, they barely get in. Right. So like, I feel like maybe I'm getting too in the weeds liking this Miami Heat team. So I think advantage, you know, advantage Sixers. But again, I feel like this series anything could happen, especially uh, in regards with Embiid being up in the air. How many games, Senor? I'll go to seven. Nobody wow. knows. We we're know. all seven. But we're all runny. Also, super runny. We're all runny, and if the Sixers win four straight, rising their win streak to 20 in a row, mm-hmm. all right. Well, this I, won't, is, I, won't I won't be stunned. surprised. I won't be stunned. We just took these eggs and burned the hell out of them and made a quiche. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to try to pass it off as delicious, but it's really just burnt eggs. No, no. Um, let's take it to a series that I find really interesting. I'm curious if you guys feel the same way. Cavs Pacers. Keith. How do you like your eggs in this series? Uh, I think the good times end for the Pacers. I think LeBron James knows how to win first round series. He's right. pretty good at that. Uh, what is he like? I, I could look this up. Was it like two losses in his last I mean, however many it's, years? It's diabolical. It's uh, incredible. I don't think the Pacers, despite all the feel-good stories, despite the fact that the Cavs have had a up-and-down year, I think it's go time. I haven't wavered in my faith in LeBron all season. I will not change course now. No, d- I despite, do think, all, despite any and all reason, <laughs> I do think the uh, the Pacers get one though. Cavs in five, confidence level uh, firm. Uh, mm. Go ahead and go over and f- hard. Fry those over hard. Over yeah. hard. Mm. I want to, you know, just pour hot sauce all over your meal and ruin it. Cholula. But I'm, I'm confused how that would ruin a meal. That sounds. Like I've a seen. Perfect. I've seen how you react to hot foods. <laughs> You're, you're, as bad as me. You're a paper tiger. Uh, that was not food. <laughs> <laughs> Technically correct. But I can't do anything crazier than Cavs and Six myself. Um, unless, like, you know, Miles Turner and, you know, Bohan Bogdanovich turn into, you know, your, your, your Mario Ellis and ins- insane playoff heroes <laughs> of yore. I just don't see how they can. St- I mean, 
Oladipo had this amazing year. Yeah. Best year of his career. Most improved player, if you will. Super yeah. Hoosier. You know, probably in the top 10 of the MVP race, if you were tr- doing it. Yeah. He was great on both ends of the court. Okay. N- now he's running into, you know, your NBA god. Yeah. And he's going to have to do it for a bare minimum of four games. Hey, but look, here's the thing. Jeff Green is starting for Cleveland. That Let's is. not forget it. it. Is true. There are massive holes in that roster. The offensive oh, rating, however, with George Hill, Kevin Love, and <laughs> LeBron James play is one thirty. Oh. Uh, you know, per hundred possessions. Look, they're gonna get. They're gonna. Uh, uh, Kevin Love's been playing great. He's finally clicked on defense after four years. He looks good. It's gonna be okay. I mean, it, it, he still can't defend pick and roll like he should. But that's, I don't think that's gonna be an issue with the Pacers team. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what they really. T- Going, sorry, going back to the Oladipo most improved player. I saw Spencer Didwitty mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get a little little beef worked up. Like, oh, right. I see this rookie argument. Conflict. Oh, we're just going to go ahead and give the MIP to Oladipo. Yeah, man. Uh, Spencer Didwitty, among qualified shooters, last in the NBA in field goal percentage. Love you, dog. Last in the NBA in field goal percentage. What probably per- took more damn game winners than anybody else in the league He this did year. take a handful. Mm. I just wonder what his field goal percentage would have been if he hadn't improved. <laughs> um, Chuck, how many games you got the Cavs in? <laughs> uh, I'm doing seven. I oh, think. my oh. God. Cavs in seven. You hate LeBron. But the Cavs will win. I think it's a... Uh, it's a hard matchup there. They, that's a deep team, and they can uh, they can throw a lot of players at LeBron, get him tired. He's played 82 games for the first time in his in his NBA career. That's at, why he's my MVP. At the oldest age he's ever been. I don't know if you guys know this, but LeBron's never been older than he's been right now. He's not your MVP. Same we, for every we, we human skipped, in the world. We skipped the MVP <laughs> race because it's over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> LeBron. LeBron may have a you know may have a cramp game or two. Lined up. He's spending a million and a half dollars on his body every year, but he did take an entire month off of defense, guys. He yeah. also Don't is forget. leaving the Cavs in the off season, and maybe he has a uh, doesn't want to put up with it for the rest of the playoffs. I mean, let's say they go down, uh, you know, three one. You think LeBron wants to fight a hard drawn battle just to get to the second round? You think he's going to Kobe Bryant his way out? I mean, like uh, hey, well, or LeBron James's way out? Is what he did in two thousand ten. She'd be your uncle. Mm, Kobe had a handful of like thirty five point elimination game losses. Oh, that's the homie, though. No one never talks about him except no but they us. talk about his oscar <laughs> uh, talking about the Cavs raises right. my ire finally and there's a reason we put this finally we, we got two more oh really mm-hmm. yeah, yeah oh we're doing we're talking about milwaukee <laughs> we, we have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we have what to? well i guess okay we let's do boston did. and milwaukee then uh hard 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 boiled yep. as hard as you can get uh milwaukee and and seven you wow. love this. I'm wait, going, you like it. So you, you are wait, is that a strong opinion that I'm, it's a battle. I'm you're pro. very confident the Bucks are going to win. I'm pro I'm pro Milwaukee winning this series. I just think it'll happen. Despite it, because it doesn't make sense and it's chaotic. And it's chaos theory. It's a problem over here. Life finds a way. Life does find a way. Despite John telling you that the Bucks were the worst team in the playoffs as his worst of the week. Yeah, I just don't think uh, Boston's got what, what they got to to play hard for. You know, their two best players, most of their uh, salary cap is injured this year, and uh, it doesn't look like they're going to get past the second round if they do win. So why not? You know, this should be the NBA honest going forty forty a night and just carrying the team, and they go six or seven. This should be the NBA TV series, but it won't be because I guess Boston's too big. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, so this series has ratings out of control. No interest for for me whatsoever. Yeah, 
the Brad Stevens Joe Prunty oh, coaching mismatch is terrifying. So it's all about how much do you trust? I think Al Horford could miss a game in this in this series, and the Celtics would still win it. Like the yeah. Bucks are so talented, but they're so bad. And yeah, like Brogdon and Delavidova are going to play. Maybe that's going to help. And like the Bucks get there, and they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. But man, I don't. Ugh, Bucks just give me a bad juju. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Celtics in five. You know, medium. Uh, just scramble those eggs. That's fine. Uh, I feel pretty confident. I don't think the Bucks could win this, even though. I, I like. I, I was prepping all my the Celtics are going to lose first round takes, and I cannot drum it up for this this opponent. Yeah, no. I probably started with that and worked my way backwards. Very, <laughs> very close to an over easy Celtic sweep for me. I'll take Celtics in five. Uh, the Celt. Everyone wants to talk about the Bucks young players that are awesome. The Celtics young players are more awesome than the Bucks players. Uh, Give me Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the playoffs oh, yeah. over these. Bucks bums yeah. any day of the week. I mean, Giannis uh, ain't a bum. Watch I think Terry. I, I'm not talking about Giannis. I've said it's Giannis and a bunch and of flotsam and jetsam yeah. since the, yeah. since horse of the week. But I just don't see it at all. Bring us finally, finally Here to the go. funniest matchup to talk about, considering what happened last year. Uh, I want to know. Do you think uh, John Wall is going to be jumping up on tables, doing any more dancing this year, this postseason, or is that, uh, or is, or, or is it too? Is there too much too much chaos and too much anarchy behind that uh, Wizards bench nowadays? What do you think, Wizards Raptors, Keith? I don't know why the Wizards are so bad. Like why are, their lineup seems incredible. Their top seven seems perfect to me. Like, like a John Wall, Brad, Brad Beal, Otto Porter, Markeith Morris. Then you have Gortat. You bring in Sadoransky off the bench. You bring in Ubre off the bench, who hasn't hit a shot in forever. But like, so cold. and then like you, you work in a little bit of Mahinmi, so Mike Scott. That seems like a perfect eight-man rotation. What if I told you there was once a team comprised of Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka, and Stephen Adams that was under the tutelage of one Scotty Brooks? They completely fell apart. I don't blame Scotty Brooks because this team, the Wizards, were up and down before Scotty. Brooks right. got there. Well, uh, so look, this was a team that excelled under Randy Whitman and had their success under Randy Whitman. Great on the road. I am the really wrestling the most with this series. I either think you shouldn't. I- I'm picking between like Toronto actually shows up, which we've never seen before. Right, but um, this team has been so different this year. Right, in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean, sty- stylistically, light years apart from what they used to do. I think they're I just getting... don't trust. The, I don't trust the Raptors' second unit of all these. Like that best ever unit is all guys who are so young. I don't trust that in the playoffs. I don't trust it when the teams shorten their rotations. That, that that's going to keep going. I don't think Casey's not going to keep playing ten guys a game. I don't think he might. So I don't think it's going to probably should be effective. <laughs> and if they lose that first game, which they've lost all the first games in in their franchise's history, they're going to be so tight. Kyle Lowry, Demar Derozan, like the worst shooters in playoff history. I have trouble getting very confident about them. I will go Raptors in seven. The poor Toronto, we the North, are going to have to sweat it out again. I'm going to take Raptors in six. I really wanted to go Raptors in five. But like you said, the shooting, where they get their points relies so much on shooting from guards. It freaks me out. Although I do think the addition of guys like Van Vliet, I think that really helps. I think that really changes this team's, like how they get the ball in the basket. And then I also don't think... The Wizards are a team. Oh, they, they might quit. The Wizards might lose every this game This could 20. be like they get blown out in the first game, and it's then over. that's yeah, it. Just check out. So I don't 
I don't. I can't pick the wizard. Like the wizards, I would take them over the Bucks. That's it. Yeah, I'm going uh, Washington. No, I'm joking. Uh, Toronto and well, six. You took the Bucks. Might as well. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto and six. Hey, we got to remember Washington did kill this team. Yeah. So I mean, that's that does loom in Washington my head. Washington has the talent. I yeah. feel like the roster. Is this like a Charles Barkley take? I feel like Washington has more talent on their roster. Oh, that's dummy. That's a dummy. But I don't know. Kenny. I mean, obviously Arnie. the Raptors are uh, have been a great team. You know, all the uh, no- all the numbers say Raptors, but uh, the intangible, the history, the like maybe the maybe the Wizards can show up at the playoffs and be a totally new team. Uh, they would have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even to get like I'm looking at this six I have written down here, and I'm disgusted with myself for giving the Wizards six games. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think uh, Toronto in six. I think the matchups there, the 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 top of the Wizards and the top of the uh, you know roster for Toronto are kind of even. Toronto should be able to eat down low against the Wizards. Yep. All right, so let, let, let's uh, let's briefly look forward into the future. A little more right. prognostication. Uh, but going back to the Western Conference. Um, who do you think wins Rockets against either the Thunder or Jazz, depending on who you uh, picked? Chuck, you were kind of hinting at maybe you thought the Thunder could keep winning and take out the Rockets. Yeah, yeah I think it could happen. Uh, I think Melo, he, his head hasn't been in the you know the regular season. He's just biding his time. He's old. He's trying to play them playoffs. He missed them in New York for all those years. So we'll probably see a rejuvenated, probably a more locked in mellow for the for the first round, and I see him getting through. But if they play Houston, Russell Westbrook can kind of ball. I don't know if you guys heard, but he's a double. He's a walking triple double, and he could, you know, yeah. he'll be the best player on the court in that series. I think Westbrook. Westbrook. I think he ahead is. of Chris Paul. Ahead of Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. Chris Paul has been no. I think I think Westbrook, this season. When you get playoff Westbrook, the dude's got a passion and a fire. You know, you can't measure it with your statistics, boys. He sure your advanced, advanced yeah, yeah. Metrics. I was about to say that's. I thought that's like the go-to Westbrook defense. Yes, he, he is good on paper. Well, I just think so he's you, got. You, I think he wants. I think he wants Durant so bad. I think it's in his his soul. He wants to beat him. Beat his beat his ass. Not gonna get close. Yeah, I don't. Probably. I don't think he's gonna. He's not even gonna get close to the to the to the rim because Rudy Gobert's in the way. He's hey the, man, he's the guy storming the castle who gets taken out by an. This archer. is my let me dream. Bracket. All right, so you've got. Uh, so I'm taking that as so like you super th- soft. So, so you think OKC? All my all my eggs are running. He's got OKC over Houston. No, I don't. It's not gonna happen. Houston's gonna win. I want it to happen. It's just not gonna happen. Houston's gonna win in six. Whoa. Yeah. I think I think Houston's going to take care of the Jazz in 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 probably five or six. I have Houston over the Jazz in seven. I uh, really think that the Jazz could do this with one more piece, but alas, that piece other other broke, side broke his leg in the first game of the season for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yes, uh, other side of the bracket, um, I'm have the Warriors over the Trailblazers comfortably. Yeah, uh, you took the. Pelicans, John, you took yeah, the, the Pelicans, and you think the Warriors are over. And so then, Warriors. We pretty much all have Warriors Rockets. I think the entire world has Warriors yeah. Rockets. Yeah. Uh, is anyone going any? Where are we going there? I'm going Rockets. Um, I'm going Warriors. I think uh, when you get to the you know Western Conference Finals, you can have something of a a, a brain fart scenario over there in, in Houston. And could see some some real tomfoolery, even though they've been better all all season on paper. You'll have another uh, series with Steph coming back and, and gelling with that first unit. I I can see the Rockets losing I in seven. I don't I don't trust playoff 
Harden. I don't trust playoff Chris Paul. Right. I don't trust playoff role player uh, Eric Gordon, <laughs> right. Ryan Anderson. I don't trust playoff Mike D'Antoni mm-hmm. to, to make to make the adjustments needed. Yeah. So one of the only one of the preseason predictions I got correct was that the Rockets would be a regular season juggernaut. Yeah. And they were. I still think the Warriors, if Steph is somewhat playable, I think the Rockets uh, do not beat the Warriors. So I got the Warriors representing the West in the finals. Uh, moving moving to the Eastern Conference, uh, second round looks like we're probably getting Cavs-Toronto. Does anyone think Toronto is beating the Cavs? It could happen. It definitely could happen, but, I think. But, you know... LeBron seemed to have made a point this year when they were playing Toronto to just go nuts. Like he would put he put on some like incredible performances against Toronto and kind of beat him by himself the last time they played. I uh I can't see anybody on that team really doing anything to stop LeBron and if he's firing on all cylinders, I'm not going to I'm not going to bet against him. Yeah. Good luck OG Ananobi. I'm but not I'm not taking you guys. I, seven, I, I, I think I think I think Cavs in in 5 or 6. What say you John? I'll take the Raptors in 7. All right. I think I, I, I think either way, it's they both make sense to me. But in my heart, I'm I'm gotta go with LeBron until somebody proves me wrong. The uh, the other side of the bracket in the East is the toss up for me, with you know with the Sixers, the Heat, the Bucks, and the Celtics. Uh, we pick some. Well, Chuck picked Miami and the Bucks. So you have Miami in the finals. I have Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, beating Milwaukee, and uh, you know. Going seven games against Cleveland. I don't know who wins. I, uh, son I, of a bitch. I this have, is my dream. I have the Sixers. I mean, I think the I mean the, the bracket laid out perfectly for the Sixers and the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like getting on that opposite side of LeBron and yeah. the Raptors is so sweet. It would be an incredible story if the Sixers could keep doing it. And I do think I uh I think the Sixers beat the Celtics. Um, I do too. And that would be wild. A, I think the Sixers have like Sixers. This- Eastern Conference Finals. The Sixers have this brutal road where they're going to have to win these six and seven game series. Yeah. But that could be what steals them and makes them. I have them in the finals against the Rockets. Mm. That's amazing. Which would be great. And, you know, I am a JoJo Embiid. What is it? Stan? Is that right? Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm sticking Warriors Cavs like most, I think, the the majority of people. And I I think the Warriors are going to win it again. Uh, And I would also like to point out, I have never correctly predicted the finals winner uh, <laughs> doing one of these podcasts Good job. Uh, in, in our, in our Good four job, years. So uh, I'm predicting the Warriors to win. Take that for what you will. Oh, it's not going to happen now. The Parish Curse. Me and Stephen A. Smith are in lockstep. Never mm, get it right. I've got it. Rockets over Sixers. This is the Sixers coming so close to being anointed, and it's Chris Paul and James Harden finally combining to get over the hump together at last. You know what this, this year could feel like uh, to me is the... Uh, the year Orlando went to the finals against Houston, and the Sixers are the the Orlando of the 2018 playoffs. Are you making Joel Embiid, Dwight Howard? I'm no. I'm smelling I'm, those. I'm farts. making him Shaq. I'm smelling those. Are farts. you making JJ Redick? JJ Redick. I'm making him Shaq. <laughs> I think you got basically a Shaq and Penny in in uh, uh, Ben Dario Simmons. Saric is, is Hato Turkaloo. <laughs> We're mixing up Robert our timelines here, boys. Shard Lewis. Who is Brian Shaw? Who is Brian Shaw? Uh, Jerry Bayless. <laughs> uh, he's also Elmer Fudd. Yeah, I think it would be fun. It would be fun to see, uh, you know, a different finals. I think in my head, it tells. Uh, so, I'm, Chuck, you got LeBron winning it all. Is that right? Here's the thing if Houston does end up beating Golden State and they end up in the finals, there's no question in my mind that LeBron beats 
CP3 and Harden in the finals. He just plays with their head. Okay. And they don't have anybody really to stop of, him. I kind of agree with that. If he gets there, he's winning. And it's my worst nightmare. It's exactly what I feared when they traded Dwayne Wade so that he wouldn't have as many rings as LeBron when he finally wins. I guess if you made me do a thesis statement on this playoffs, my answer, my thesis sentence would be very simple, just not the Cavs. Yeah. So you really don't believe in the Cavs? I really don't. No, I think if I had to pick a team besides the Warriors and the Rockets, I I think uh, Toronto could, could do it. I don't think that is out I'm, of the I'm ordinary. I'm just excited. Toronto has not looked great on defense this end of the year, which freaks me out a little bit. And their numbers on defense when they play good teams is bad. pretty awful. So, I mean, I'm not super confident in that, but I just think something in the East will happen where the Cavs don't make it. I just like of these eight playoff series, I feel like four of them are legit fun toss-ups yeah. where I don't, I, don't even, I don't have a strong leaning. Like All soft. Pelicans, Blazers, Thunder, Jazz, I think are, are so even. I think Sixers, Miami is weirdly even. I actually think, I think the Toronto, again, Toronto Wizards is like, who knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm betting on the trends not not continuing. Right. I'm betting on talent and then the weird uh, Raptors curse to, to rear to ugly head. All right. Well, that was our. Uh, our I still don't know who Chuck took. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. Here's my trick when it comes to predicting: is just say all the he just things. Says lots of stuff, and then nobody can tie me to anyone. You thought. have bits of every team in your beard. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll eat them later for dinner. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Well, let's go to our. our uh, let's move to the awards segment of the program. Real quickly, before we get to our parfait away, the International Stack House of Pancakes. We did have like uh, nine regular season days to go over uh, since we last had an episode. We have just a couple of honorable mentions. There were not as many crazy, terrible uh, shooting performances I would have thought, despite Aaron Harrison getting 48 minutes in a game and someone named Alec Peters scoring 36 points in a game. Shout out. Shout out. Peters. You are. Way to go, Peters. A uh, handful of nominees. We got Austin Rivers 0 for 9, Aaron Gordon 3 for 15. Oof. Sorry, handful of honorable mentions. Austin Rivers 0 for 9, Aaron Gordon 3 for 15, Paul George 5 for 19, CJ McCollum 7 for 25. Our three nominees as they occurred chronologically through the week. Reggie Jackson and a loss to the Sixers was 1 for 11. Eight points, four rebounds, seven assists, a steal, two turnovers, no personal fouls, maybe try. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 0 for 10, no points, five rebounds, three assists, a turnover, and two personal fouls. And Donovan Mitchell, six for 23, 17 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals, Two turnovers, two fouls. So we have Reggie Jackson, one for 11. Brooke Lopez, 0 for 10. No points. Donovan Mitchell, 6 for 23. 17.6 and 5. Brolo. Yeah, I kind of think Brolo pulling off the over. That's spectacular. That's pretty good. If that is all he's good for. I mean, and yet. And yet. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell's line. Put up a lot of shots. Six for twenty-three. A lot of shots. It's very very Stackhouseian for a for a second place. In the in the name of the namesake of Jerry Stackhouse, Bainesian Stackhouseologist. That is. That seems as if he would have that. I would also like to shout out playoff uh, Solomon Hill for uh, (laughs) shooting. I think twelve percent in the month of April. Get it? Uh, Way too uh, many po boys. That's pretty amazing. Congratulations. 
Brooke Lopez for being the final International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner for the regular season. You did it, boy. All right, par fadeaway. What are we looking forward to? Duh. Bears. No? Oh. Close enough. Duh. Bulls. No doy. <laughs> well, I mean, the big three draft. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm going to keep waking up every morning and hitting uh, Sim on my tankometer until the Grizzlies are number one. Do it. That's how you start your day. I'm actually having a recurring nightmare. This has happened like three days in a row, uh, Keith. The What's Mavs that? keep getting it, and they mm. just, in my head, instantly draft Luka Doncic as the new Dirk and terrorize us all. Uh, that sounds incredible. And nothing changes, and everything stays the same. Well. That's my new nightmare. That sounds like a nightmare. Mark Cuban gets uh, gets oh. to win. That's uh, like he hasn't won enough. Future President Mark Cuban. Yeah, he'll be... <laughs> My nope. nightmare is uh, is seeing Wade Baldwin make the playoffs on another Western uh, Conference team. WB40! <sighs> that sounds ugly. Not great. I'm I'm excited about these here playoffs. How I, are you? I threw a lot of uh, darts out of board and who, who's going to win, but now I get to pay attention to see how wrong I was. I love Indeed. it. Indeed. That's the one thing you all, you can always expect. It's just me to be wrong. for us to be horribly wrong about the playoffs. How did we do on our over-unders this year? We got any oh, that yeah, we yeah. like? Our, our over-unders, uh, they actually, four of them came down to the final night. Love it. Uh, I, they all went against me. I could have I could have gone an incredible number, uh, but did not. So our final number. It was num- a very weird year. Our final numbers are, are not as good. John, who was the so, champion. So bad massively the first three years. I don't have the total from all our years right in front of me, but John only 15 and 15 officially on his over-unders. Chuck, second place, 17 and 13. I won 18 and 12, my first win in the the four years of doing them. Uh, I could have gone 22 and 8, but the stupid Pistons, the Heat going to overtime, the Knicks going against their best interests and beating the Cavs on on the last night. Uh, Our unanimous picks were bad. Our unanimous oh, no. picks were seven, only seven and six, oh. which is not enough to pay the VIG. However, if you bet what two-thirds of us say, the combined two-thirds knowledge still on fire this uh, this year, 19 and 11, if you went with what two-thirds of us said. Can we got, delve deeper to the two-thirds if it's just Keith and John agreeing? <laughs> I don't think it works. <laughs> I think I think we have to have Chuck in there. Oh, to, okay. We have to have Chuck in there to to, to, to make that work. So again, if you follow our over unders, uh, a weird you, hive mind. If you go with the two third hive mind, uh, that's that's going to work out. Quorum rules. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully you guys will join the playoff challenge with us over at Patreon.com. Again, details will be going up. Uh, Just throw a dollar at us. Hopefully sometime on Thursday. So patreon.com slash fast break breakfast you can join us there uh follow us on twitter at fast break break like us on facebook are you guys the best thanks for listening and remember breakfast is the most important thing yeah never apologize for being gng fast break break man you understand